0: I'm Julia Bramble. And I'm Ian Anderson-Grey. Welcome to the Free Range Social Show. (laughs) As always, this podcast episode is a recording of a live show where the audience was able to interact with us.
1: And if you'd like to be part of one of these live shows, then head on down to... FreeRangeSocialShow.com, so you can find out when our next live show is.
0: <laughs> Join us, and you can ask your own questions and get involved with the discussion.
1: So, without further ado, here is this week's show.
0: Welcome to the Free Range Social Show with Ian Anderson Gray and Julia Bramble. It's <laughs> social media uncaged. Get your social media marketing moving. Hello, welcome to the Free Range Social Show with Ian Square and Julia Bramble. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Julia. I loved your little dance there.
1: Oh, did you? It I was. thought I would um, energise myself a little well, no bit one else with could it. No see it,
0: but it was, it was, it was great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm glad no one else could see it.
0: <laughs> well, maybe I've got a secret recording somewhere. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, but, that wouldn't um, surprise
1: me. Anyway. And if you haven't, then probably the gods of IT somewhere have, <laughs> have
0: Probably. Anyway, it's lovely to be here. Thank you so much for watching. If you're watching live, it it's great to have you here. If you're watching the replay, obviously great to have you. And if you're listening to the podcast, it's equally amazing to have you. Uh, we, are, we go live every week uh, to fr- the Free Range Social Show. It's Mondays at 2 o'clock in the UK, and I think that's 9 a.m., Eastern and 6 a.m. Pacific. So that's very exciting. Yes. And um, yes, so there we go. So, what are we talking about today, Julia?
1: Today, we are talking about planning out our content for 2019. And because we all know how important it is, and we all know that if we don't have a plan, then and i know this to my cost then we kind of we stumble along and things just don't happen as we hoped they would have done and then we can end up kind of beating ourselves up and comparing ourselves to others and not really knowing what it is that we're meant to be doing and all that kind of stuff that can really trip us up along the way so we thought we would delve into that subject but maybe sometimes we don't like talking about too much well i don't anyway and that is planning
0: so yes, the the enthusiastic response that you gave me when I I, I uh, came up with the idea of talking about this, uh, yeah, I, I can I'm with you on that because it seems that everyone's talking about it. But um, I think it is important to talk about it, and uh, it doesn't have to be planning the whole year. I mean, Melanie in the chat says that she's planned the first quarter. I think that's amazing. Ooh, I mean that that, that is, is that's great, and in fact, that's actually really what I'm focusing on I think myself I'm trying to focus on the first quarter um so I it doesn't have to be the whole year I think there's a lot of talk about uh you know planning your whole year making this the best year ever I mean I I know that's Michael Hyatt's big thing Uh, I'm not against that but sometimes you have to start small um I'm reading a book at the moment um Let's see if I can remember what it's called. It's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. I don't know if you've. Oh, I've got that
1: on my pile, but I haven't addressed that one yet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, it was you know sometimes books are recommended to you. So this was recommended Mm. by my friend Kelly Bada, and she was I was talking to her about habit building, and I've I've been really consistent with going to the gym uh which it's like it's Good like amazing i mean i'm like shocked <laughs> i have to sit sit down before i actually remind myself that i've been going to the gym and i think one of the reasons for that is hiring a personal trainer which i know a lot of people have been talking about and recommending but uh, i've been putting it off but i think for me it was those small those little steps every week and uh starting small not not thinking that i was going to kind of do all these big uh, weights and you know all these things and uh, I found that just going a couple of times every week to begin with um really really helped and now I'm going more like three times a week and my aim is by February to go four times a week not wow. so I so why am I talking about this I think it's because it's to do with habit building and yeah. with content I think it's the same thing I think we I've, if I'm going to be totally honest with you, uh, and with all you dear viewers, I have been very, very poor with my content planning in the past. I've, I totally see content as really, really important. And I've, I've put a lot of effort into it. Um, My last blog post was was 10,000 words. But do I have I planned it? Have I uh, got it into my schedule? No, not not really. And so I think for me it seems like it's always seemed like this unsurmountable task in order to to try and get it into this plan for 2019 so for me like Melanie it's planning the first quarter and I've done a really good job of that even though I dare say so myself I'm really really pleased with what I've done so far it's not totally planned out but uh, I'm getting there
1: that's fantastic that's brilliant, and I think that's so true. I think if you sit down and try and plan an entire year, it just can become, become this massive, overwhelming thing that you actually don't want to go anywhere near because it's such you know a big project, but just having maybe a sketch or an overview of where you want to go the rest of the year, and then yeah delving in and doing that first quarter, lots of people focus on mm-hmm. like ninety day plans and things, don't they now, because they yes. realize actually doing anything much longer well it's a overwhelming and b circumstances have, have yes. often evolved by then anyway haven't they and you can end up feeling well that was a waste of time planning all that <laughs> yes. out when it's all changed anyway
0: yeah totally i mean i'm not against the idea of planning the whole year but you've got to be you've got to be prepared that probably after the first quarter things are going to change and you're going to have to you're going to have to tweak things and maybe even radically change things so yeah uh, I, i'm yeah i think i'm a believer in the in the shorter term certainly to begin with um that that's that's my aim so yeah how how have things been going with you have you have you planned things for the, for the, for the year or are you are you kind of slow are you more in slowly evolving are you in slowly evolving mode if that makes sense
1: well i'm a bit of both funnily mm. enough because i actually did a sort of online workshop live online workshop mid december which was all about planning out your 2019 and because it made us do it at the time rather than relying on us to go back and do it which i'm useless at um i actually did some stuff working on a plan for my business there and then and a bit like you in the gym i kind of amaze myself so i've got this skeleton plan of what it is that i want to achieve this year which is really really useful because of course the number one thing that you you need to have really before you can start planning is your con your content is an idea of actually what you want to achieve and and where you want to go in your business don't you and without that you're going to have a real problem trying to put everything together so I've got that in place now what I need to do now my brain feels slightly less like Christmas pudding (laughs) which it was doing last week now I can actually sit down and my my aim is by the end of this month then to have things in place certainly like you for the first mm. say four months of the year so that i know exactly what it is that i've got to get done so uh, yeah a bit yeah. of both
0: i love that and i'll just come on to that in a second because you made a really good point but just before i do so uh just i've got amanda webb is here so she says good afternoon Hi. She, she has a plan uh but then i like to be a bit fluid too so it's maybe the flexible approach um yeah I, I, i'm definitely for that i think uh, having having a plan but also being flexible is really important because things Absolutely. change uh so yeah you 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 mentioned you know having a, a plan before you can a plan having a why you know why are we doing this you know what's the aim for the year and i think that's been that was kind of one thing that i've been really uh, wanting to focus on first of all you know what are my what are my aims for this year And so i've 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 come up with different themes. So my, I'll share what my themes are for, for, the, for the year in case it helps anyone else. Wow. Um, so I've got, I've got two themes for, for my main business. One is uh, social media tools and working with uh, social media tools and with my audience to make it easier for people to choose the right tool for them. So I, I write, I, that's gonna be a huge amount to do with me writing valuable content. Uh, to help people make the decision for the right tool for them, and uh, I'm going to be working with some social media tools over the, the this year. I'm one of my really important things is to be totally independent, totally uh, to have editorial integrity. That's really really important. But I will be working with some tools that I really believe in. Uh, as a brand ambassador so I'm really looking forward to that and so that is one of my main streams so content for that in in many ways is really simple because I know what I I I know what I want to write about and and produce content in terms of uh, live video and blog content and all that kind of stuff so so that's that's one theme and within that there'll be lots of sub themes which I can talk about but the other theme is the the live video so it's my my sub brand which is uh, the Confident Live Marketing Academy, and that's that's really to do with producing live video and uh, blog posts and everything to do with that. And th- those have got three st- three th- themes for me, which is to help people with confidence in front of the camera, confidence with the tech, and confidence uh, with the content. And so again, I' going to I know that every single week I need to produce content to do with one, two, or three, hopefully three of those streams and to be consistent in that so that's really really helped as soon as I realized that uh, why I was doing those uh, why I was doing this and the kind of content that I needed to produce it makes then scheduling the content and creating the content so much easier so that's what I'm going to be doing
1: I love that approach that's great Thank you. That's fab, and that's all about <laughs> what you're doing to serve your audience, really, isn't it? About around those two themes.
0: Yes. Well, I think it is. We've got to think about our audience. You know, what what is it that they're looking for? How can we demonstrate our knowledge and and actually, at the end of the day, actually help help our audience? You know, it's no point creating content if if it's not interesting or helpful to anyone. So yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yes, I couldn't agree more.
0: <laughs> We've got some other people in the room. We've got uh, Robert Bowley is here. So he says, hi, folks. Oh, hi, Robert. Uh, so Robert says, I'm planning, busy planning right now. So love to Fair. know a bit more. In fact, all of you. So Amanda, uh, Robert, let us know what you are planning uh, in terms of the content for the year. Uh, uh, right. And trying to sort the tech out. Okay, who else? Oh, David cool. Trot is here. So he Hi, said- David. Oh, this is interesting. I love this. Bit of honesty from David. Um, He says, I hate, capital letters hate, writing content for the Impact Business Advisors site. That's his his blog. Uh, But I know I need to. Any tips for rediscovering the love? That's great. Because I kind of, I don't know what you think about this, Julia. I can't get rid of the thing now. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Have you gone through that that kind of like you know you need to but it just seems like a real bind and quite frankly you'd rather do lots and lots of other things. Uh, I um, definitely have yes, but I I'd have. love to hear from you first.
1: Yeah I definitely have and uh, if you look at my website which I don't advise you to do you will find that my blog looks startlingly empty and I just found that I found that writing stuff was just like really difficult and I found that I would much rather share stuff in this format like live or on video or whatever else so that's what you know that's what I ended up doing and it has not made its way across to my blog yet which I am working on um, actually sorting out but I ended up making a load of videos instead for IGTV mm. and I felt that was just like a lot more natural so I could talk about the ideas that I had so what I've now got a system whereby my IGTV videos, they're a bit rough and ready. They're only 10 minutes. I haven't necessarily planned out everything I want to say, but these ideas come out. Mm. I can then send those off to rev.com, so you can just send the link to them directly. So you come back then with a load of notes. And from those notes, I can actually construct a decent, much more well-thought-out blog post. So I'm actually kind of using those as almost like my sounding board and getting stuff out there. And once I've got those... Mm. Kind of new, fresh ideas out in the open in video form, I find that going back to them and creating a blog from them is so much easier than trying to start from scratch and thinking, oh, this is just the same old stuff, and haven't I got anything new to say, and blah dee blah de, blah which was all the stuff I was saying to myself. I don't know if that's what you're saying to yourself, David, but that was the kind of stuff that was holding me back, really, whereas creating a little video and getting that, that format and that structure out via Rev.com has helped me a
0: lot. I love that. Yeah, I'm totally for that. I, it, this is one of the reasons why I love live video because it's a quick and easy way to produce content. Once you've got the tech sorted, <laughs> which is always the which is uh, certainly <laughs> sometimes a challenge, but once you've got that sorted, yeah. uh, and you don't need to make things difficult. I mean, with iGTV, I know it's not live video, but you just take your phone out and you create the video. So same yeah. with live video on your phone. So and then you can repurpose that content. So one of the things uh you know, get, getting get, getting the transcription from rev.com, uh, you could then put it onto your website as a blog post. You know, there's no reason why you, you can't create content that way. And then you get all the lovely SEO juice. Um, for, and it also helps people who don't want to watch videos because at the end of the day, not everyone wants to watch videos. So I, I love that. Um, I think for me, it's having, as, as well as what, I mean, I'll echo what you just said then, Julia. But for me, it's also, it's having a, a why. Why am I doing this? And I think before, in, in the past, I just waited until inspiration struck. And then yeah. I would then just write the blog post because I was like really passionate about what I was writing about and I would just do it and it would publish it. But the problem with that was that I was then probably waiting another month or two until inspiration struck again. And sometimes it, it wouldn't. And so I, I think, again, coming up with the why, coming up with those themes really, really helps. Helps me, and I think also asking your customers for questions well, what kind of things are they asking for? Yeah. Um, so I've I love answering people's questions, so if you can get your audience to ask you questions, and then from that, you can then create a piece of content. So I think this would be great for you, David, because um you know, you have so much knowledge, I know you have, and, and if you can get people to ask you questions, why don't you just go live with that, and then transcribe that yep. into a blog post, and just, uh, y- you're not starting from the blank canvas, because I think that's the other thing we suffer from blank canvas syndrome, there's all these syndromes, aren't there, that we suffer there from? There are, there are,
1: and um, yeah, what was the other thing, oh yeah, the other thing I was going to say that I find held me back as well was this idea that the content marketers have been putting out so much recently which is like your posts have all got to be really long form or they're not valuable and they've got to be really long form or they're not going to get picked up by google and you're not going to get the seo and stuff that you want actually i think we we create a post that provides a piece of value for our audience and however short or long it is 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 sort of immaterial. I just think that's another mm. thing that we can use to beat ourselves up with. And actually, you know, say your post might be 500 words, but it might be the best thing that people have ever come across. I mean, Seth Godin isn't well known for writing no. long form blog posts, but they appear to have taken off somewhat. Mark no. Schaefer, ditto, you know, so I don't think that we have to fit into any prescribed mold.
0: No, absolutely. So like for me, I, I, I like long blog posts and I suppose I'm going to advocate them, aren't I? Because it's kind of what I like yeah. to do. But that's not, I'm, I'm not saying that everyone else needs to do that. Of course not. You know, we've got to find what works for us. And I think at the end of the day, we're all different. And I think the older I get, the, the, the more I'm kind of, I realize my idiosyncrasies and the things that I, my strengths and my weaknesses. And I, I find creating content hard. I, some people yeah. don't. And I just find it's, it's sometimes it is just a bind. And there is the book, what's it called? The, the, um, the War of Art, which is all about the fact that, it, yeah, it, it's creating stuff is sometimes really hard. Not for everybody. So it might, it, it just might be something that you just have to create a habit. You know, going back to the that habit book that we were talking about earlier. And just create a piece of content once a week, even if it's small, even if it's a load of pants. You know, it's just something that you're creating, and then over time, you're going to, you know, create better content because of what you've, you've, because of that consistency and because of what you've learned. So I, I would, I would say try that out. Um, we got some more comments. Yay. So uh, Amanda Webb. So this is what she's been focusing on. She has her words. I love this. I, mm. I I don't always have words, but uh, I I really like this. So she says, uh, relationships, processes, and money in all capitals. Because sometimes nice. I forget I'm here to make a living. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. And well, the other phrase I I love is because I'm I'm similar to you in that respect. I and and that is that in, in order to help people, you need to have a profitable business. So it's if. If, um, if you don't have the money there, then you don't really have a proper business, and it's very difficult to help people. Uh, and Melanie says, promoting and building training courses for each month as public training. Uh, so yeah. that's what you're doing, Melanie. That's great. Amanda says, and plans. I'm relaunching my podcast this quarter. Yay! I have a live event planned for the third quarter. Ooh, you need to let us know more about this and a big secret project. You can't say that, Amanda. You can't
1: You really can't
0: say that. You can't say you've got a secret project (laughs) and then not tell us what it is. That's just unacceptable behaviour. That's very cheeky. uh, Just a few more comments and then we'll come back to you, uh, Julia. So Melanie says, just caught up on on three blog posts last week for my website, which is cool. And Amanda says, I think sometimes finding a different location to work uh, also helps you write. I sit right, on right. my couch in my office rather than sitting at my desk. Love that. I sometimes find going to uh, a coffee shop or something like that really helps. Yeah, just somewhere a bit different. So yeah,
1: you know what helps me sometimes? Thinking about the location thing. Also having a definite time that you have to finish something by. And I'm useless at like oh, yeah. setting timers at my desk and stuff. Mm. But if say I'm taking my daughter to a dance class, and going to go and sit in Costa other coffee shops are available, um, then I know I've only got till the end of her dance class to do something. Or if I'm on a train, I've only got like till the end of the journey to do something. And it's amazing how much more productive I can be sometimes in those situations than I can just kind of sat at my desk with a half a day to do something because yeah. it won't get done.
0: So I think that, I think you've made a really good point there. And it's the the whole thing of artificial deadlines. I think if we've, why do most many of us leave things to the last minute? It's because, we think, well, it's p- part of it is that we don't think we need to do it until next week. And then, of course, next week comes and it's all a massive rush and we work best yes. under pressure. So one thing that's really helped me is is creating artificial deadlines to say that I, well, I'm going to the gym, say, in an hour. I need to finish this blog post in this hour. Or I, I need to create, I need to finish one aspect of this in this hour. So creating the artificial deadline really, really helps, uh, I think. So, yeah. Um, definitely definitely do that and the second thing i think that really helps is what who was who was it that did, did, did this i think it was yeah it was amanda did this by coming out with the the uh, announcing the big secret thing is she is announcing it publicly although she hasn't really told yeah. us what it is but that i think really helps with accountability so if you say i've got a really amazing blog post coming out next monday and you haven't even written it yet well you are holding yourself accountable to everyone else because they're expecting that this is going to be ready by next Monday. Obviously, it needs to be something that you can commit to. Um, but I think being being uh, held accountable by your audience, but maybe by a mastermind or another group of people, a mentor, is another thing that really, really helps. Um, the other thing that really helps, and this isn't um, this is maybe with content, but uh, is is the whole money thing. You know, if you don't create this blog post next week, then sometimes it, it's a bit, you don't know whether it's actually going to make a difference between a sale or, or not. But if you try and put a figure on it, I think it helps. So uh, if you split up your revenue uh, over the next year and divide it by the number of blog posts or videos that you're gonna create, then that I, I know that's a bit of a weird way of looking at it, but, uh, that might help if you put a dollar sign or a pound sign or a euro sign on it. That might help as well.
1: Yeah, the other way of looking at content creation also is to to think about what it is that you plan to actually sell or promote this year, like Amanda talking about her live event. So say you were going to create um, a product, say that's an online course or you've got a, you know, a new product coming out or a new service coming out, then obviously you want to work backwards from that and start creating content that is specifically geared towards warming your audience up, should we mm-hmm. say, to their their need for your product. So you've got a little bit of not lead generation, but actually creating your your leads in the mm-hmm. first place, actually creating the demand in the first place, and then actually attracting people who might be interested. So of course you can do that with good content as well. So you can have your baseline content that's growing yeah. your relationships and letting people the world know that you're an expert and all that kind of stuff and providing great value. That's fab. But then on top of that, you want to be layering these specific pieces of content specifically mm. geared to the things that you've got lined up in your business that you want to achieve this year in terms of products and services and you know that works for for everybody really whether it's like the sweet shop down the road that's getting a new delivery of whatever it is next monday to us guys creating online courses to to people who've maybe just got one mastermind that they open up every year that they you know they really need to build up to
0: yeah i think that's really important um definitely so uh, hopefully we've given you all lots of ideas. I mean, not all of these ideas are ours. We've had some really great comments. Um, I'd also say, you know, this is going back to David's uh, comment, you know, maybe what what are you passionate about? And it's not wrong just to occasionally just, you know what, I'm just going to write from the heart. I'm going to just write about what I'm really passionate about. And sometimes if you do that kind of thing, that will spark your ideas for other other pieces of content as well. So if it is a hard slog, maybe just have a break and create some content on something that you're just really passionate about. Obviously, it has to be related to your business. But uh, if you can bring it into if, if there's something that you're passionate about, even if it's something slightly different to your business, if you can find a way to bring that into what what your business is about, for example, you could be, I, I know for Brother, for example, I know they're a bigger business, they're a technology company, but one of the things that the uh, chief executive of Brother UK is into is cycling. So he does a lot of uh, bringing content of cycling and they sponsor, uh, I can't remember exactly I think they sponsor the British cycling team and things like that. So there might be certain things that you're passionate about that you can bring into your business and to spark a bit of a uh, bit of passion back in.
1: That's interesting you said that because I did a little, when we were planning for this, I actually, I actually Look wrote some that. notes. Look at this. I wrote myself a little um, brainstorm thingy. I can't even get my words out. You see, my brain is still definitely fragile, what... But I, I managed to get some words out of my head onto paper. I just can't say them. But what came out of it really for me was there were some like key things that you need to have in place to be able to plan your content. And that's obviously knowing what it is that you want to achieve this year. And if you're going to plan content around specific products and services, knowing when you plan to actually bring those out or when you need to have your content in place by. But you also need to know your audience, obviously, to be able to create content that they're actually mm-hmm. going to value, Like, because otherwise there's no point creating it in the first place. But you also need to know um, what makes you different and what makes you stand out from the crowd and what your key messages are because these do need to be brought into those pieces of content that you're mm. creating whether that's your little social media update or whether that is your longer blog 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 <laughs> post <laughs> that's a I don't know what that is a combination of but I quite like it that. a bit French post yes that's rather nice isn't it so you want to know your difference but you also want to know your voice as well so if there are several people contributing in a business to your content you need to make sure that actually you've got that consistency of tone of voice and that it is something that's different that you are marking yourself out as different from everybody else who seems to offer the same as you do. So you do need to have those bits and pieces in place.
0: I love that you're coming up with some really great stuff today. I'm I'm, I'm so glad we're, we're back on back on the the free range social show because I think that is so important, isn't it? We've you know it, there's nothing worse than being generic and just like everyone else. And I think there's a real temptation. I mean, we could get all philosophical here and deep, and you know, go back to the the children's playground where we are forced to become, you know, the, we're not allowed to be different, and yeah. I think that can kind of go on and on and on until adulthood, and and you know, in the in business, we we kind of have to be, we feel we have to be the same and copy everyone else, but no, 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 no. I think uh, you know, what is that? What is it that makes your business different? What is it that makes you different? And. You may see those as flaws. I think we were talking about this in Phil Mushon's post um, earlier. He was talking yes. about this. So actually, you know, what is it? What is your song? I think he was talking about. You know, if you were to sing a song, um, which I'm not going to, by the way, uh, what would what would, oh, what would make it different? What would make it like a f- from from the heart for you? And obviously, as your business, running your business, you know, that has to there has to be a, a story behind that and how do you communicate that and, and what makes you different uh, i don't know if that may, m- makes any sense at all but uh, it's that christmas pudding again
1: no it does and actually it ties in with the book that i'm reading which is right behind me that i can't ah, i can't pick up without losing my headphones but i'm going to anyway
0: this this is this is why we need wireless headphones julia can't hear me <laughs> i was saying lots of nice things about you then julia
1: Oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, you can say them again if you like.
0: Yeah, right. I, was, I, I wasn't But you. it's
1: um, it's <laughs> this one.
0: It's oh, Break the Wheel. Break the Wheel mm. by
1: Jay Okunzo, And I've just read the first chapter. I think I've got these in the wrong ears, but never mind. I'll just hold them in for now. <laughs> and I've just read the first chapter, but it is absolutely all about um, how to not be mediocre and how to be your best and how to not just be average. And it is. it's about finding that thing mm. that makes you different. And actually aiming for aiming for creating something that, that shows your, your best work, if you like, in terms mm. of what's gonna make it work for you, but also what's gonna make it work for your customers.
0: I love and that. It's brilliant. I recommend so it. So yet another book I need to add to my list. Yeah. Thank you, Julia. That's great. <laughs> great. No, not as if I had enough to do. So yeah, I think at the end of the day, we're people are we are weird. You know, people are weird. So embrace your inner weirdness and uh yeah, maybe that's not why what he said in the book, but that's what I think.
1: <laughs> Read it and find out. Read like it. I said, I'm only okay. one chapter in, but okay.
0: it's, it's like me in this. It's like me in the other book. Yeah. So um the only other thing I would say is I, I'm a great believer in actually using one of these, using a book, pen and paper. And, you know, I I love tools. I love Excel spreadsheets. I can't believe I actually said that live. But um I love you know I love the technology, but when it comes to planning, I think there's this. I don't know what it is, but this uh, this act of connecting with your hands, your brain to your hand to the pen to the paper and actually writing it down that kind of makes it real in your head and 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 I also can spark some of those creative ideas. I find actually if I'm in front of the computer, it almost my brain is sapped from that creativity sometimes. Mm, yeah, so yeah. Uh, I think. I've said this before, but maybe go away from the office when you're planning. And this is actually what I did last week. The reason I was so productive is that actually I went away with uh, two or three other people for the whole day and we were all doing planning. So the, the great thing about this was we ha- I had the accountability because everyone else was there. There were two or three others there. We're all doing the same thing. I couldn't mess around doing other things, had to do that. It was a different place. I was writing down on paper. And I could also kind of ask them some uh, you know, ideas. You know, What do you think of this? So particularly if you're working on your own, uh, or if you're, even if you're working in a small team, you might feel isolated. Why not just go out of your office with a few other people and have a planning day? Uh, they don't have to be within your business. They could be, or they could be in a completely different business. And uh, just focus on that. Mm. So uh, that's just an, an idea, but I, I think- I think we should probably leave it there because it is uh just after half past um have you got any closing thoughts or any kind of like a summary you'd like to give julia uh no no okay that's fine (laughs) i'll put you on the spot there but uh yeah
1: i've used up i've used up all my thoughts in this one live but what i will say is that this year I am going to have much more of a content system than I have ever had before. And I challenge anybody else out there who hasn't yet managed to get themselves a little system into place. Maybe we should all try this together.
0: I think we should. Let's have some accountability. Uh, Let's use the the comments below to share some other ideas. If If you haven't created any plan for this year, don't worry. Don't beat yourself up. You're... In very good company. Uh, Just (laughs) add add your thoughts below, and maybe we can all help each other and be hold each other accountable that would be fab so we are here next week i assume we are julia we're not not, not, so nothing else is coming up uh hopefully for another few months i think march is gonna be a bit of a mad month for me but we're going to try and be as consistent as possible with the free range social show and uh, we'll have some guests on and we'll have some great content which will be which will be cool uh let us know what you think and if you've got any thoughts on what we should talk about indeedy cool. and Indeedee. thank
1: you for all your input today and we are looking forward to continued comments and carrying on this conversation
0: absolutely so we'll see you next week and uh, do go to the free range social show uh, facebook page just go to facebook.com forward slash free range social and we will see you there but we'll be with you next week bye everyone Sassy, bye. bye. That was the free range social show with Ian Anderson Gray and Julia Brown. See you next week. Better attend to those cows.